0: Hey, you're listening to that time we woke up in a podcast and had to explain manga. Our heated adventures over analyzing manga we find interesting, otherwise known as the Over Manga Cast. I'm Matt, and we are in the second week of No Read November, where the entire month of November we are not reading any manga, webcomics, comics, whatever. We are watching live action anime movies. Fun. This week we've got a real treat for you. We are watching the live action Death Note movie. Oh, that's actually pretty. By Netflix. Oh, well, you don't have to watch it. You can just hear us suffer. (laughs) So, enjoy the episode.
1: Welcome back, everyone. The Evermon Cast
2: (laughs) and our No Read November. Where this episode we delved again into the wonderful, wild, awful world of live action Netflix anime adaptations of popular anime. Not necessarily Netflix, just live action adaptations. Yeah,
3: but another Netflix in this particular. This
2: in particular is a Netflix adaptation. As always at the top of the episode, we talk about our familiarity with the franchise. I was a weeaboo in the early aughts, therefore I watched Death Note. It is just a fact of life. I watched everything straight up until the end, even though uh, season two kind of lost me, though uh, admittedly Maximum the Hormones OP did introduce me to metal, so I appreciate that. But yeah, no, I watched all of Death Note. I read some of it and that's my familiarity. I think I can save us all some time, uh, I don't think
0: any of us have not seen all of the Death Note anime. Yeah. Cool. We're all on the same page. We've all watched the Death Note anime in its entirety. And we
1: all enjoyed the Ramones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, (laughs) but how is that related? That
1: movie movie slaps. I mean, the music slaps.
0: The Ramones are good, but how does it have to do- You mean Maximum the Hormone? Why are you talking about the Ramones? I don't understand.
2: (laughs) I'm sure there's a bit here, but I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm confused as well. So yes, we open up as we classically do in Death Note, where a young prodigy by the name of Light is given the mystical Death Note. This time, his name is Light Turner.
0: Also, we have a montage of things establishing that we're in Seattle. Including yes. the Space Needle and the Seattle Police Department and other neighborhoods of Seattle you'd recognize if you've been there, but I understand if you haven't. But it's.
2: I. I happened to be away grabbing a drink when the Space Needle was on screen, so I thought it was Detroit for half a second. (laughs) This movie is very Seattle. It is very Seattle, yes. And we quickly learned that this is, despite what Jay might think as, uh, as some disingenuous marketing, this is not a straight adaptation of Death Note From either the manga or the anime. This is a similar concept, but set in a wholly different universe, stroke timeline. It's in Seattle.
3: Yeah. White,
2: White Turner is not the straight laced boy genius. He is a fairly smart high school kid with a loose set of morals.
3: And the differences that were made were really good adaptational changes. I'll go on record and say I agree with Jay that the marketing presented it Mm -hmm. as if it was just going to be an adaptation of the original Death Note, and that's the reason why I avoided it for the longest time, because that sort of thing usually goes badly. See our Full Metal Alchemist review. <laughs> Honestly, I think the adaptation of Light's character was pretty freaking brilliant. Because it's live action and not animated, there is a layer of suspension of disbelief that's taken away. It's the same element that, like, the Disney musicals work better in animation because of the level of suspension of disbelief being different. And a character as unfathomably brilliant as Light Yagami is kind of hard to believe if you're not in an anime universe. Which
0: is perfect because the Light Turner Light Turner, is is your average smart kid in high school. Like, the jocks pick on him.
3: He's a weenie nerd. Like, like, that is made very clear very fast.
0: The first scene we see of him is him getting beaten up because he's been doing, like, 15 kids
2: homework for them. I don't know if this is telling on myself a bit too much. But Light Turner is the same kind of chuny that I was in high school of smarter than most of your classmates and thinking you're cooler than you really are. Now, I didn't act on it the way that he did. I see your expression, Matt. Stop it. (laughs) I didn't act on it in the way he did. I didn't confront bullies with, well, you got held back for two years, so if you hit me, you're doing child abuse. I didn't do shit like that. But that is what Light Turner did, and it quickly established Establishes yeah. what kind of person he is in the space of the American high school system in the 20 aughts. Yeah, this is a very American movie. And like, Light defends himself against my
0: bullies, as Sam said, by literally quoting, Well, no, you're technically an adult, and I'm technically a child, so if you hit me, that's child abuse. And I'm that like, puts you on a list, punch. But yeah, like, you
2: get socked across the list. It's like
0: This person clearly doesn't care about consequences, but, like, the light we're being introduced to is someone who thinks the letter of the law applies to everyone. Yeah. He's very lawfully minded. Like, he thinks the law is the paramount that even criminals follow to some degree. They just choose to disobey when it's convenient for them. Yeah.
3: Not that it's something that... You can just ignore because you don't care about consequences.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. So light gets beat up. Yeah, like gets beat up, and this causes him to be delirious on the ground with the copied homework which, scattered about him. And so that is how teachers find him and find out that he has been selling a completed homework to jocks.
0: Which, uh, yeah, he gets sent to detention for... An- inordinate amount of time like it's not said how long but he's in detention for a while over the fact I that thought
1: he's it been... was just a day it's two weeks
0: ago. it's two weeks was it two weeks yeah i missed that the the, it was two the, weeks. the the principal basically says hey why are you selling homework assignments like are you not gonna even talk about the fact i got knocked no- un- knocked unconscious by someone he's yeah. like i don't care about that i care about the fact you were selling homework assignments which in all fairness is all the audience needs to know is about Light does not like the fact that authority is not adhering to his morality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a very, like, the law is important morality that yeah. reality is, like, not more congruent with it's that. It's
1: also insinuated that the fact that he's not upset, he's like, I probably, he probably, this is me just, you know, spinning, like, the fact that he probably would be okay with him being punished. He's just like, are you also going to go the fact don't... that knocked, they knocked me I, out? I, I, I
3: want... this, you can punish me, but are you seriously not going to even address the fact that I've been wrong? I want all the wrong people to
0: be punished, because the light we're per- Light Turner, in this thing we've yeah. been portrayed, in this very, like, short intro, like, ten minutes, we are portrayed, this is a very lawfully-minded person who wants, like, the bad people to be punished and the good people to get rewarded. Mm-hmm. Like,
3: that's made very clear within the first ten minutes of the movie, and I... I love that. Yeah, and honestly, one of the things that I like most about this protagonist is he is such a spectacular adaptational protagonist. Because one of the big elements of Light Yagami is one of his cardinal flaws is he believes everyone else thinks the way that he does. and
2: But he's a but he's a superhuman genius so nobody else can
3: like he thinks that everyone else is just dumber than him but has the exact same morality he does light turner may not be in what would frankly feel unrealistic but a super genius in this setting but he has that same cardinal flaw of believing other people think the same way that he does
0: except the problem is his cardinal flaw is he believes people are as moral as he is yeah yeah. he thinks people want to do the right thing and that's not congruent with the reality, is the problem with him. Which, yeah. in all fairness, in the context of the movie, is not really a problem, because it's a two-hour long... It's an hour and 30-minute long movie. It doesn't have the time to go into that depth. Yeah. Light's basically portrayed as right this entire movie. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: and th- But, like, the thing that's interesting about it is this is an excellent example of... Adapting a protagonist into a new setting, but keeping the core of what makes the character interesting. And, like, keeping the core of the character whilst making him fit the new.
0: So, basically, Light's been put into tension for selling homework, where, uh, suddenly magic nonsense happens as... Uh, we have to introduce my favorite character. <laughs> we He drops an apple, and the room starts, like disintegrating? Exploding. Yeah, as like papers are thrown everywhere because uh, Willem Dafoe as Ryuk has entered the scene as it eaten the apple and Ryuk in this movie is effectively not Ryuk from the manga.
2: But he's so good. Willem Dafoe killed it in this role because... Ryuk plays less like the bored god causing chaos on the human plane because <coughs> it, it's something to do. He is the demon on the shoulder mm-hmm. telling you to turn away from your better angels. Yeah, yeah. He,
3: He's less of a shinigami and more of a death demon.
0: He, he is effectively less of the Japanese like amoralistic uh, death god and more like the um, western style like devil on your shoulder like, hey, like. You should kill the people who
2: wronged you. They did wrong. You should get revenge. Hey, you hear that fight going on outside? Look, those guys are beating up the girl you're sweet on. Why don't you write one of their names in the book, Light? I'll explain exactly how to do
0: it. You just have to write the name Light. Which An- is effectively yeah. what the next scene is. thing
3: cool final destination scene. <laughs>
2: Another thing that made me really sympathize with Light Turner was he read the first three rules of the Death Note and then flipped through the other 97 of them. Which is an interesting point. The Death Note Light
0: Turner receives has three rules filled in. And then up to like 64 rules in. Which up to 100. uh, It's it's a lot of rules of which some of them are are things that Light Yagami figured out during his experimentation. So the uh, assumption is that uh, the Light Turner is not the first recipient of this Death Note because it already comes with names written in it. Like, he is one of several people Ryuk has convinced to, yeah, take up the mantle.
3: The other thing is in the original... So, um, one of the things that's different between the two versions of the Death Note is that, um, it's implied in the anime stroke manga that, like, the names disappear... Because, mm-hmm. like, um, I think, like, Yagami, like, does some test to prove that there's an infinite number of pages or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this death note, once a name's down, you can always read it that it's there.
0: There's an argument to be made that Light Yagami is also the first recipient of
3: Ryuk's death note. Yeah, like, it, that's, that, also, that's but also implied.
0: Whereas in the movie,
3: it Light is Turner is... Definitely not yeah. the first recipient of the death note. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the first one to think about using it for something more than petty revenge, though.
0: Well, we'll get there, because mm-hmm. he does immediately kill the bully through a Final
2: Destination decapitation yeah. montage. That is so good. The, okay, this movie, to its credit, is not pretending to be the same property like FMA was, despite what Jay and Jake think of the marketing. Um <laughs> This very clearly knows that it is a Western American horror flick and also a teen movie at the same time. And that becomes clear with this first kill in the Death Note because Light writes down the name of the bully and, and Ryu goes, Hey, what's the method of death going to be? Uh, I don't know, decapitation.
0: <laughs> because uh, the one thing that's established is if you are not very specific Uh, Ryuk is the one who gets to choose how the person dies, and the Ryuk in the movie is very much, I want to make this death as interesting as possible. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. It's it's still implied that heart attack is the default, but because this Ryuk is so much more active, or more specifically, this Ryuk is doing the work that is written in the Death Note, as opposed to the Death Note being the facilitator Mm -hmm. in the original series... re-chooses things that are more interesting than a simple heart attack.
2: So, a woman walking home with her groceries has her bag split, which causes boys uh, dribbling a basketball to trip and fall, dropping the ball. Another boy runs into the street causing someone to swerve, causing another person to swerve, which causes the ladder on top of his truck to fly free and cut the head off of the bully. At the jaw. It's graphic. Yeah. When we said Final Destination, we weren't kidding. Yeah, it it, it is very Final Destination. And White is appropriately horrified. And uh, goes home. Because again, in this version, he is
3: a weenie little nerd who is not prepared for
2: this. So he
3: runs home to his daddy,
0: who is still police chief. I'm not 100% sure that's correct in this. I don't think he's
1: prominent on the police force. He's
0: a detective, at least. He's like
1: like a senior detective.
0: I guess he can't be chief because the people beneath him do not respect him. Yeah,
1: Or he could be chief and they just do not respect him.
0: That would be a weird take, but maybe. Uh, I mean,
1: this is is America. They don't don't go
2: into
0: it. (laughs) This is
1: America.
0: He is, at the very least, a detective.
2: Yeah. Yes. Because he's called as such in the movie. White goes home and is talking with his dad. Talking. He's arguing about the fact, hey, are you okay with the fact the dude
0: who killed mom is still running around free? You little whiny bitch. Like,
2: it's a very tense dinner. It's very... Hey, hey son, do you want to talk about how one of your classmates died? Do you want to talk about how you let the guy that killed mom go? F*** you! (laughs) No, f*** you! (laughs) Yeah, the father-son relationship is not great, but...
3: Uh, it shouldn't be considering the situation they're in
0: it yeah. makes it
1: spicy everyone it Makes it
3: really <laughs> spicy
2: it does make it spicy
3: it was sort of funny because like one of the one of the things that I mentioned is like the least natural element the movie is doing a good job of taking this like very wacky anime plot and making it feel grounded enough for a live action movie well, the least natural thing that felt to me was that the dad felt a little bit like overly aggressive but it's like this is also a teen movie yeah. the parents should be out of touch and not like understand.
0: The thing I said to Jacob when he mentioned that while we were watching was this isn't, like, a a Death Note movie. This is, like, a teen high school romance, like, dark romance kind of thing. And, like, the the point is the parents are out of touch and do not understand. Like, if they understood... That resolves the conflict. Yeah,
3: And it, like, that epiphany really, uh, you know, like, I was already enjoying the movie, and it's like, that was the one thing where I was like, huh, that's a little bit of a note I have. But, like, once once you look at it from that lens, it falls no. into place perfectly. At
0: this point, you should understand, when he's having this argument with his father, this movie is not Death Note. This movie is a Death Note-themed,
2: like, dark teen movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, one of the things I really appreciate is that light is that above the standard level of intelligence, but not actually the genius his eighth grade ass thinks he is sort of kid. (laughs) He's at least ninth grade. Ninth or tenth grade, he's yeah. he goes he's, to the senior prom. Yeah.
1: I I, 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 I want to say this kid was at least like a junior.
2: Yeah, I, did, I went with was... eighth grade because chuny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but um, the the thing that I really liked because one thing that's important is as much as he's not a genius, they do do a good job of establishing he's smart because when he gets to his room, he pulls out the Death Note, starts reading the rules. And Ryuk shows up and they have another dialogue scene and Light starts grilling Ryuk on what all of this means and what are, you know, you know, what's the catch? Which like, that's not a stupid thing to do. You Mm -hmm. should maybe do that. Especially (laughs) because
0: William uh, Defoe's portrayal of Ryuk is someone who does not want someone to know the rules of how this works Mm -hmm. because they might give it up. Yeah. He wants someone that's easily manipulated to kill as many
2: people as possible because it's the most beneficial situation for him. Mm-hmm. Look, kid, if you don't got the spine for it, just leave the book alone for seven days and I'll find someone else to give it to. He's... Maybe you're too much of a bitch. He says that line at least three times in the movie. Yeah. Yep.
3: And specifically at points when Light is making not just, like, empathetic decisions of not wanting to kill people, but specifically when he's making smart decisions, which he does a couple of times throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of decisions Light makes, uh, Ryuk does convince
0: Light that uh, the one thing he should do is Light's mother was killed by a mafia guy by the name of Anthony Scormall, which... Anton Sokolov?
2: We're playing Dishonored.
0: <laughs> essentially, it's very much just random Italian name because it's essentially just like a, he is a living plot device. The police cannot catch him. He gets in this big fight. He, He's an part, unliving plot device. He impales himself on a steak knife, which is what Light writes in the Death Note yeah. after he has the fight with his dad, who says, "I can't do anything about arresting him."
3: I mean, like the worst part is they arrested him, but he got off on a technicality. Mm-hmm. It's not that they couldn't catch him; it's that they couldn't convince victim mm-hmm. the the law failed in punishing the which
0: the hormones. the light we have currently is someone who believes deeply in the law and the fact his mother's death was not
2: avenged is a failure of that mm-hmm. exactly yeah. a failure that must be corrected yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> which that tone is exactly how the rest
2: of this movie goes which is great Yep. Um. <laughs> so light falls asleep at his desk because he's a big nerd
0: And then his dad comes in and is like, hey, you know that dude we both hate? He killed himself with a steak knife in a restaurant. (laughs) Isn't that
1: funny? Ain't that (laughs)
0: f***ing hilarious? Yeah, it's... I mean, in all fairness, if my wife was killed by a dude who killed himself in a restaurant, I wouldn't have a lot of sympathy for the guy.
1: Yeah, but it's disingenuous because it's like you didn't... Pursue the investigation to try to convict this guy. It just happened to be a happenstance of like, well, oh, isn't that funny? He happened to like, and he even acknowledges it. Saved
2: us the trouble. Isn't
1: the karma like? Isn't it hilarious? The karma happened to catch up with him. The fact that he died this way. Well,
0: yeah, he he essentially what Detective Turner says, Light's father is that um his mother was a hippie type, and he acknowledges the fact that the dude met his own end by unfortunate circumstance. I guess his
1: admission is the fact that light is like, you know, this guy's guilty and his dad tacitly admits this, but his dad is such a hardcore, like hardcore, like we have to follow the rules. It's like, but you know, this guy's guilty.
0: No, No, they all know he's guilty. But the fact is what he says when he finds out this dude died is your mom was a big hippie. She believed that karma would come around and take its own revenge. Like, People who do bad things have bad things happen to him. And according to, like, Light's dad, this dude fell on a steak knife and died in the middle of dinner. That's what he gets from murdering a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. according to Detective Turner,
3: his mom was right. This scene is so awkward and it's so good for that because there is so much unresolved trauma for both of these characters and neither of them really understands how to process it. So they're acting really weird because they don't know how they should be dealing with all of them. No, it's almost like it's a father
0: and teenage son who lost their like their moral mater- center the moral center and like the mother in the relationship through traumatic circumstances like yeah, that's what yeah. that relationship anyway like goes to school the next day and finds the hot
2: girl he <laughs> saved from the bullies <laughs> uh, and finds out that death turns her on <laughs> yeah so um misa amane is mia i don't know her last name it doesn't
0: matter her name is mia Um, In the context of the movie, because it's a two-hour movie, we do need to establish some things, and I'm fine with that. Light essentially walks up to her and is like, hey, you know that bully who was bullying you the other day? His death was my fault. And she's like, no, you didn't. Look well, at like, this book. It <laughs> oh, doesn't did... prove anything. Oh, well, hold on. Let's Google whatever the Seattle PD is showing as a recent development. And he convinces a armed robber who has hostages to salute in front of an oncoming car and die. And then she's like, oh. Convinces.
2: He writes that in the
0: book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Mia's just like, oh, you can kill people. I'm. That's suddenly, hot. Yeah, I... <laughs> Not lying because there is then a montage of the two of them killing criminals Establishing themselves as gods of the new world and making out that (laughs) happens in the same
3: montage Yeah, it's it's intercut between though. I gotta say I really love because again This is one of those ones where it's like the level of reality is different light goes up to Mia and is like hey Uh, Or no, I think I think she actually approaches him uh, because she sees the death note and and she's like, what is that? And it's like you don't want to know and she's like Okay, and she starts to leave. Do you really want to know? <laughs> and it's like, the level of desperation wait, 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 in it wait, wait, is wait, wait. so real.
2: Wait, wait, wait. It makes me seem really cool. Do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's great during- I this, promise, I look like a badass. <laughs> it's great during
0: this montage, they come to the conclusion of like, oh, well, if we're going to make ourselves like some kind of god of the new world, we should need some kind of cool name. Should we have something real? And so Lyce is like, no, we should use- Kira, because it means killer in Japanese,
2: to which all of us quit it kind of means that. <laughs> no, no, no. He starts with, it means white in, like, Russian or something. Russian some and, Eastern, and some other language. Some Eastern European language. I mean, it's like that's way too obvious. It's gonna get traced back to you super easily. He's like, yeah, but it's also, like, it means killer in Japanese, so... <laughs> kind of? Uh,
1: no, it's English. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean...
3: In defense of this It's a stupid moment But in defense of this movie He says it kind of means Killer in Japanese It's still dumb Again It's the biggest leap In this
2: movie by far Again It's a pair of Slightly smarter than average kids Who think they're smarter Than they are Yeah, yeah. It, It's
3: it's 100% on brand It's it's very fitting For uh, the, the tone that is established And he also makes a point Of having uh, a lot of You know This universe is Kira's first victim right uh kira has come mm. you know this yeah. is his will in, in perfect- japan in perfect japanese in their own blood uh specifically people who were not uh japanese and did not know how to speak or write the language <laughs> so anyway
0: because all these uh Because all of these supernaturally based killings have happened, um, a character you might be familiar with by the name of L becomes involved in the investigation. I love L. We'll we'll just say it right here, although it's definitely not important for the context of uh, the movie. In this movie, L is played by a black actor. It doesn't matter.
3: Uh, he's a spectacular
0: no, L. He's yeah. a very good L. He's so good. There's, oh my god, I love L in this. In the context of the original Death Note manga, there's no reason L has to be Asian, so. Yeah. Other than it
2: being a manga. Yeah. Yep. You have anything to say, Jay?
1: No.
0: Okay. okay. I
2: <laughs> just didn't think had, you
1: did. I just, the only critique I had was his candy choices.
2: <laughs> he yes. does he does snack on those weird multicolored bone sugar and salts. they're not good So they uh, aren't good so <laughs> L eats a lot of candy but I got the strong
0: indication that um, Netflix did not have the budget to get some uh, official licensed candy because <laughs> everything he eats on is some kind of formed sugar that's not a name brand candy like he's not eating yep. M&M's he's eating sugar
2: bones or yeah, yeah. Which aren't I, good. I do appreciate that in every scene L is in, where he's, like, in control being the master detective, they have set it up so that he has all of the fancy furniture of a five-star Paris hotel, even if he's in the middle of a police yeah. dugout, yeah. So... I'm just going
0: to cut this off for everyone involved. Because this is a an hour and a half long movie, there is some reason Elle has deduced that the person who was Kira could only be someone from well, Seattle area because I, the guy he initially killed was only
3: broadcast on the local Seattle TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, so specifically what it was is every kill that Kira had done was some, something that you could get from a police database so he narrowed it down to like you know it has to be someone who has access to a police database but the first weird killing was this guy who randomly decided to salute out of nowhere and then walk into an oncoming car that was only Seattle based and that's how Al narrowed it down because everything else was also accessible by Seattle's police records. but anyway
0: through that L immediately pushes himself into the Seattle P- police force he meets lights father james mm-hmm. and immediately vets him and it's just like hey by the way i've been tracking your son you've been tracking my boy mm.
2: Which is almost a direct quote, which is pretty funny. Yeah. I do love how well they play off how much of a freaking weirdo L is. No, in, in the movie, L is less super genius everyone respects and more like,
3: why are we letting this guy do whatever he wants? It seems like he keeps lucking into the right answer. But like everyone is extremely distrustful of everything L
2: says it does. Because one of the things L says is, I don't know what you're so concerned about. James. I had you followed for several weeks in order to vet you. So anyway, L has been inserted into the movie and honestly, I love him. I'm so happy. He's here. <laughs> he's, he's a really good L. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we are convinced or Jay is convinced. And I believe, yeah, I, I believe I, I her with her assessment, that, that, the actor who plays L is a massive weeaboo who got just the, having the time of his life. Yeah, he got the opportunity to play L in the Death Note movie and just went as hard as he fucking could. Yeah, L, L commits. Every time he sits in anything, it's always the L. It's pose. always the L sit, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the one. The one that didn't look good when your friend in high school did it. <laughs> the one that didn't look good when you went to that anime convention. Yeah. yeah. We know what you did. <laughs> it was me. It was me. It, <laughs> it was
0: me. L
1: is simultaneously the worst and best cosplay ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cosplay as this L, because this L just wears, like, uh, half-faced balaclava
2: the entire time. Like, like he a hoodie, all, yeah. He wears all he... black. Like, he looks he...
1: comfortable. He I mean, looks comfy.
2: And... <laughs> So, uh, one of the things that that proves that this L, his penis is not tiny, is that uh, he's like, okay, so I've narrowed it down to Seattle, but time to prove my thesis. I'm going to go out on air and say, hey, Kira, you're a bitch. Yeah,
3: I am hunting you because you are a coward and a criminal no better than the people you kill. Kill me if you think I'm wrong. Do
2: it. And L stands there, not dying, and then says, all right, I guess you are a bitch. Bye. (laughs) Which I really appreciate because the sale had the
0: balls to go do it himself rather than have a criminal sentence to death row to do it.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, I did enjoy this because one of the important things that is a difference between the classic Death Note and this is that uh, in classic Death Note, anyone who touched the book could see the Shinigami. But in this, only the one who is the holder of the Death Note can see and talk to Ryuk. So even though Mia does take the book and write names in it, she is not the holder. Light is. He's letting her do this. And so she can't see Ryuk. And uh, that does prove to be an important consideration later on in the movie. Because (laughs) Mia's like, well, we gotta kill him, right? And Light's like, how? We don't see his face and we don't have his name. Mm Hmm. At which
3: point Mia decides, while well, we know the names and faces of other people on the task force, we can just put their names in the death note and have them either find L or kill him for us. Mia,
0: we can't just kill innocent people. I'm going to hear the end of this conversation
2: and then the next scene is going to happen. <laughs> We're supposed to be the good guys. But yeah. you
1: understand, I can't get off if we just... Like,
3: killing
2: people. That is 100% (laughs) Mia's character. (laughs) The (laughs) first person they kill is some war criminal in uh, Ass Backwards Nowhereville who is torturing prisoners. I'm
1: just saying there's only, like, one or two levels up from that. Like, how do you beat that?
3: (laughs) This is one of the biggest changes that this makes to the source material is that Mia is a serious, serious villain. and in all honesty, because of the amount of time that the movie uh, has to work with, having that negative influence and like having her be a devil on this like shoulder really works for this for this medium.
0: The next day, despite the fact Light said that was bad, uh, the agents commit mass suicide. And Light's just like, why did that happen? And uh, I don't know. Jacob, do you know? The Wikipedia article is telling me apparently he's convinced Ryuk did it.
3: I don't think the movie gave me that indication. Um, so, uh, from what I understood, what ended up happening is Light immediately thinks of Mia, but Mia denies it, and Light then... It's like, the only other person who could be responsible for it is Ryuk. Because one really cool... And one of the really... One of the coolest lines in the entire movie is, Light, being the weenie little nerd he is, tries to throw his weight around when Ryuk is, you know, being the... Evil demon that he is. In Being this. Ryuk. Um, he, uh, Light says, um, and if you don't do what I say, I'll put your name in the notebook. And Ryuk just laughs at him. <laughs> oh my god, the performance. And he says, You're welcome to try. My, the furthest anyone got was two letters. Here's
2: a fun fact my name has four words in it. The furthest anyone got was in it. two. <laughs> Seriously, I can't stress this enough. Willem Dafoe killed it. Oh my god. The the Ryuki in
0: this movie is definitely like some kind of all-powerful demon in the background.
1: As he should be.
3: Yeah. Willem Dafoe's performance, but, like, also the, the um, effects on him, like, it's not, like, triple-A effects or anything, but it looks really good for what because, it is. Because Ryuk is kept in the shadows. He's never... He, like... Yeah.
1: It brings the gravity that this deserves yeah.
3: There, the There are some cases where, though, and this, by the way, is a compliment because there's the famous potato chip scene, and it's, <laughs> like, this is an inherently absurd situation. There was one scene that I thought was, like, a good like um, um like there are a couple of cases where this movie will have like these like wacky moments that just remind you how crazy everything is but one of the more subtle ones is after the conversation between Light and his father about the mobster dying the door closes like fatherly and then Ryu just like hops into frame like wasn't that interesting oh, isn't this
0: cool <laughs> so anyway the next part of the plot after the FBI agents kill themselves in mass suicide that Light is never really sure about, but yeah, I guess he kind of yeah. just brushes off. Because immediately what happens after is uh, Light's father, James Turner, goes on public broadcast and goes like, what's the matter, Kira, you bitch? You're not gonna kill me? Because Elle knows. Elle, at this point, is 100% it's, sure it's Light. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's light. We,
2: we skipped over one of my favorite scenes which is this movie knows that it is a Western movie because it has so many callbacks to like classic Western cyberpunk media, like uh, Blade Runner. I made several allusions to Katana Zero while watching it. But this is one of those Blade Runner moments because Light is in a cafe having a like... Moment of crisis, and L just sits down across from him and says, Sup, bitch, I know you're Kira." (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: also everything is lit by neon. Yeah, like this movie loves neon. Whenever light and L are together in a room,
3: I I thought I thought that scene was immediately after the police conference. It it is,
0: but it's close enough that I'm just willing to go with it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Because you're you're, you know right, Uh, I am wrong. It's because they.
3: It's because. It's not error. killing James. L, that scene convinced L that it's life. Yeah. And, and he pops into the scene and he's like, it's good to know that you have a moral line. This will make the negotiations more interesting.
2: <laughs> Which is, um... Look, I don't want to say that all of the neon between light and L is bisexual lighting, but... <laughs> <laughs> There is,
0: if, if the romantic tension between uh, Light and Mia was not so strong, I'd say you were right, but. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe I'm projecting, but anyway, you were going to say something, that.
0: Yeah, so this scene in general between Light and Al, where he's basically like, well, prove it, and then Al's just like, I can't. And then they end that conversation, is what convinces Light, you know that guy I met briefly, Watari? I need to kill him but not kill him because I'm not a bad guy. I'm just going to control him for two days then burn the page. Because if I burn the page, he doesn't die. And then Ryuk pops in, you can only burn the page once to save one life. The context for this movie. And then Mia's also there and goes, I'm glad I was here for that
2: rule. (laughs) Yeah, now that's an important thing. Uh, The Death Note, uh, the Death Note, specifically Shinigami, can control people wholly for 48 hours before the moment of their demise. So for 48 hours, the Shinigami can say what you do, where you go, and how you're going to end up in your final destination death situation. Um, Uh, Bars, by the way. (laughs) And then then um, there is the whole burn the page, and that saves the person whose name was written on it.
3: Yeah, the, the death note in this story... Basically, if you if you read the in-between chapter rules from the manga that explain the very specific rules of the Death Note in the manga, this Death Note follows almost exactly the same rules. The one big difference is that Ryuk is the one who, like, facilitates death, whereas in the manga, the book, like, it just happens because the book says so, and... Ryuk doesn't really have much of a say in it. That's the one big difference.
2: Yeah. And so... We see
3: all of one heart attack in this entire movie.
2: Yeah, we have one of the iconic heart attacks.
0: Quoted by Ryuk, I just found other deaths. Interesting, yeah. Light forces Watari to find out L's real name. Because in fact, essentially he calls him up to immediately burn the page by like, Hey, tell me L's real name. To which Watari goes... I do not know El's real name. He was adopted by the orphanage to create the world's greatest detectives. We burn all of their adoption records when we do so. Why would you do that? Is <laughs> a, a direct quote from Light, which is a very good quote for anyone who's. Will...
1: Breaking the wall.
0: <laughs> for anyone who's yeah. read Death Note in any form, like, the entire thing about Elle's <laughs> Orphanage makes no sense. I why would you do that? They are the per- perfect
2: orphanage for fighting a group of people who work based on the Death Note, but otherwise, why? Wait, you're telling me this orphanage is also in Washington State? What the f***? <laughs> it's, I'm, uh, it's in New York, technically, well, but, okay. But,
1: but, but still, That's why? why it takes
0: them so long <laughs> yeah. to get there.
3: Yeah, um, because you only have so much time before the Death 48 hours. Yeah. You have 48 hours. And I, I don't know, maybe that has something to do with the reason that the orphanage was shut down, all of that insanity. I'm just
1: saying, it's not that they destroy them, it's just they specifically like it's,
3: they left the records in the yeah, shut down orphanage. Yeah,
1: for like, some reason. Like, but like, why?
0: The the one strike I'll take against this movie is Watari wanders around an abandoned orphanage that still has everything that was left in all it. All of the files still in it. For like, it,
1: it's implied that it was abandoned, not per, like it was not planned. Like they left. But hurtfully. then wh- they
3: don't they, explain why that. They happens don't. At yeah, all. no, they don't. <laughs> Honestly. It didn't explain that in the manga either. This is, this is actually, I, I take back what I said. That's a problem this with is the, the biggest ma- leap in the movie. The, that's friend. a problem
2: with the manga as well. Yeah. I'll agree. We need Watari to fuck around long enough for the 48 hours to be up and for him for, to die. Which he kind
3: of does, mm-hmm. but and, not before um, light and... Uh, well, L realizes that Watari just disappeared on him and that's not normal. So we get... Honestly, I think my favorite scene in the entire movie where Mia and Light are just having a a dinner uh, with uh, Light's dad and all of a sudden, Elle just shows up and he's like... He just walks into their house. He's like, you leave, pointing to Mia. You two stay because, again, at this point, Elle is completely convinced that Light is Kira. He's like, if you return Watari to me unharmed, I will take that because like there was like a uh, an exchange that they had in their previous confrontation where Light understands how bad Ryuk is at this point and he also understands that Mia is maybe not the person he thought she was so he's I love he this by the way. trying to back out at this point
2: I love this, by the way. It feels realistic from a teen movie perspective because it is white being infatuated with this girl, sacrificing for her in ways that are super detrimental and are not going to actually get you the girl, by the way, listeners. (laughs) And and then as soon as he does the thing that she likes, which is murder... (laughs) Red flag. Red flag. He starts getting in a relationship and he rapidly learns that he's not as hardcore as she is. Like, he's all about, I'm going to kill for justice. I will be the god of this new world and make a just society. And she's just like, "Fucking can kill people, dude. That's hot. <laughs> yeah. Murder, folks. That gets me off. I'm
1: just saying, murder boner versus justice boner. It's yeah. Not Not compatible.
0: That really is the long and short of it, though. Anyway, the the next part of the plot is Light is still being followed by FBI agents because they got more of them, Mm -hmm. and now they're going to the
2: winter prom.
3: Well, no... Which, by the way, I love
2: because it's nothing but blue and silver, my favorite aesthetic. There's
3: something still in the scene where Ella's confronting Light at his house because Light's father is like, Get out of my house, you bastard! How dare you? And he is... Very very aggressive with L mm-hmm. and L immediately pulls out. I have a search warrant back up outside This conversation is still happening. I know you're Kira I know you have Watari give him back and I will take that position I will take that into consideration in our negotiations as a position of strength because again earlier light was trying to soft back out and he was Basically saying L you can't prove I'm Kira, but if I was Kira you this don't really- understand what I'm going through right now and you want to help me? If I was Kira, and at this point, L is saying, "I will take giving Watari back as a position of strength. Give him back right now." But when Light obviously cannot have this you discussion
2: d- right now. So you don't under- you don't understand, Walter. I've never driven a car before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um,
3: uh, at which point, um, L like reaches over the table to grab Light. And I love this scene because Light's father grabs him and slams him into the table. It is an extremely violent and uncomfortable scene, Uh but the look on Light's face is the big key, like, moral divide that the two of them had in that first extremely awkward scene is Light was saying, you weren't willing to bend the rules to do the right thing, and... His dad just assaulted, technically, a superior officer for his defense. Yep. That is exactly what Light had asked him to do. And Light L- didn't think that his father had it in him. Light, Light wanted
0: his father to go against the established hierarchy so, for justice. For, just- for his
1: mother. Well, specific-
0: specifically for his mother, but overall for how his mentality yeah. is. I okay. want you to uphold justice. I don't want you to uphold what... The rules. R-
1: you're the rules
0: don't matter yeah. if they don't but enforce the justice yeah
2: um rules by the way are a super common trope in mm. the background of this well there is a moment where light is running from the cops essentially and in the background of the high school classroom he's in is something that says the rules mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, like it's the, like, hello metaphor, I'm hitting you on the head now.
0: The beginning scene is like breaking the rules because like, well, it benefits me and it's not really hurting anyone. They yeah. weren't
3: going to do their homework anyway. Like so.
0: he's, he's benefiting. They might as well make money off like of it. Like he's not hurting anyone and he thinks that's okay because that's his morality. Oh no, that these is justice. people
1: who probably aren't qualified are going to graduate. Like how is that going to affect the school?
2: These people mm-hmm. are
3: not as good as me. Cool. I don't care. Yeah. I
2: might as well make money off of yeah. being smarter than everybody. Mm-hmm. So, I, and again, I absolutely love this movie's interpretation of Al because he is unhinged. Unhinged. Elle in the anime was this weirdo detective who had a whole bunch of quirks and was super smart and blah, blah, blah.
1: After my own heart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love L in the anime. By the way, I don't mean to disparage him.
1: I love L. That only solidified yes. in the movie. L, L
3: in the anime and manga is perfect for the anime and manga. This L is the movie L, and he's perfect for the movie. Mo- Again, great adaptation.
2: Movie L is a broken child who is being chaperoned by someone who He's is now gone. With. Who is yeah. now gone. Yeah. And,
3: and he has very clear
0: codependency issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the second Watery is gone, and also Watery has been calling light at like... Weird hours. Yeah.
2: Intermittent
0: spans. To be like, I have not found the files yet. And then finally he... Uh, well, no. What happens first is uh, Mia... And Light, because Light is being followed by um, FBI agents,
1: mm-hmm.
0: goes to the Winter Formal. Other mm. known as the Winter Dance, which is just... <laughs> winter Dance. Snowflakes and blue and silver everywhere. My aesthetic. And... I loved it. <laughs> the main thing is Mia wants Light to wear a top hat. Yeah.
1: Because yes.
0: Because misdirection. Remember, this is Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> because... Oh, when they get to the winter formal and all the kids are dancing together, I'm like, I've never seen a more accurate interpretation of a high school dance of people awkwardly standing like an arm's length apart from each other, hands on back and forth. In other words,
1: they actually went to a winter formal and said, Hey, do you mind if we shoot here?
0: Yeah, hands-on. <laughs> yes. You gotta you gotta
2: leave space for Jesus. <laughs> If your chaperone could not fit between you and your dance (laughs) partner. But um,
0: the the main point of this is because Mia wants Light to kill as many people as possible, uh, puts Light's hat on some random dude who wants to dance with her. Yeah. She is hot. Yep. And And she knows it. I 100% believe she just picked a guy out so she could give Light the opportunity to to
2: slip away. Kill people. Because
0: that turns her on in yeah. this well, movie. Oh,
2: but she had also said, by the way, I wrote your name in the book. You're going. Your heart's going to stop beating at midnight. But if you give the book to me, I will I'll burn, burn page. that page and
0: you'll be fine. That's why I didn't want you to burn Watari's page. Yeah, because, because I'd already done that.
3: Watari is able to find the name right as time runs out. And Light had said to Ryuk when Ryuk asked the method of death, he said... Dealer's choice, I don't care. Because he planned on saving Watery, but Mia took the page so that Watery couldn't be saved, and so Watery is killed right before he can give the actual name.
2: The police break in and shoot him.
3: Yes. While this is going on, Mia said, You obviously don't have the spine for this, that's fine. I wrote your name in the book, and I will burn the page if you give me the death note because I will. I will be the new god of this But world. then,
1: I wrote your name in the book. And if you give me the book, or if you take the book from me, then you will die. So we're
3: skipping ahead a little bit. But. Yeah, yeah, Anyway, during the
0: scene where Mia's admitting a lot of stuff, she also admits she killed all the FBI agents, which answers some
2: questions you might have had. Yeah. Yeah. I will give this movie 100% credit for actually explaining its mysteries
3: One of the things that it's really good at, there's like that element in Death Note, there's this creeping tension of what's going to happen, and then the tension is released by an explanation of all the intricate details of the plan falling into place, and it doesn't happen very often in this movie. It mostly just happens when it basically twists, reveals that Mia was the real villain all along, and then the very ending, which does the same thing, but even better. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Because anyway, uh, Light tells Mia,
0: meet him at the Ferris wheel in Seattle uh, as he escapes the prom, where the FBI agents, and most importantly, Elle, because Watery just died. Yeah, Elle is informed that Watery has been killed at this point. The FBI agents no longer matter, because L and uh, Light have a Blade Runner chase sequence through a bunch of neon signs for like... <laughs>
2: 10 minutes of the movie. I called it Blade Runner, but it's Katana Zero. It is rhythmic club music set to uh, violent chases through rainy streets. What is L's gun? (laughs) L L decides. L has a laser rifle. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, because it
0: has bullets. But, uh, a after, laser pistol. After Watchery dies, L takes out a briefcase where he opens it up and there is some kind of cyberpunk gun with a bunch of bullets. After L has
3: established he does not use guns, he thinks they're barbaric. I don't use guns. I find them distracting. Anyway, and like, like he has that, like, timbre to his voice that's really fun to listen to. But the
0: second Watchery dies, he throws he, away his morals. He does to, not
3: care about that anymore. Yeah. And he chases after Light. Who is trying to one get away from the guy who is menacing him with a gun, and then also get to the pier to the because he needs to meet up yeah. with Mia. Because if he doesn't by midnight, he is going to die of a heart attack. Yeah, his,
2: his, his heart, heart will, will stop, will stop beating. beating. This was one of the things that I found the most interesting was because the whole Ryuk is the ultimate arbiter of death. It he just does whatever the book. Says should happen, but he is the ultimate chooser. The book just said Light Turner's heart will stop beating at midnight. That could be a heart attack. That could be him being shot. That could be him getting in a horrible accident and bleeding out over 30 minutes. And so that made all of the scenes of Elle being able to perfectly chase him through the Seattle streets make so... Really tense. Because is Elle also being directed by the Death Note to hunt
0: him down? And it's great because the way this chase scene ends is Elle holds light at gunpoint saying, I know you're Kira. I'm going to kill you because, like,
3: that will end all of this. And someone someone comes out into the alleyway and is like, what's going on? And Elle looks at him and says, I'm working with the police. This is Kira. I'm going to stop his rampage. And that random passerby...
0: Smacks L in the face with a 2x4 because he supported Kira.
2: Because Kira in this movie has done a lot of good. Kira in this movie has legions of cultish followers because He has been murdering criminals by the score. He has a 400-person body count by the end of that montage. And, like, world dictators who
3: are, like, torturing people. Like, he's, he's going after, like, very unambiguously awful people. And, like, there's another scene that's really great that doesn't... It kind of gets addressed in passing, but doesn't get really addressed very well in the manga and anime, where, you know, Light points out, I can't just kill anyone that someone says is a criminal because they could lie about it. The idea that, like, Light isn't presented as as being wrong— like, he's presented as being a good person at heart, whereas Light Yagami is at the absolute most generous gray, and that's the absolute most generous. Whereas, Light Turner's a good kid who's a stupid teenager making a bunch of really bad decisions. Well... We'll get to that. Well, yeah, at, at least as far as the movie is presented up to this point.
0: Yeah, because uh, he meets up with Mia on the Ferris
2: wheel. Yeah. They get in the Ferris wheel together. They get to the top of the circle. White sh- they get in the Ferris wheel. White shoots the operating <laughs> panel of the Ferris wheel. He, he menaces the operator with, with uh, with El's gun. Cyberpunk gun for
3: some reason.
0: And then, it doesn't matter because once they get to the top of the Ferris wheel, the Ferris wheel just breaks and through a Series of errors, everything
2: malfunctioning, causes Mia to be dangling out by Light's hand. Well, no, one of the important things is Mia is like, give me my fucking book. And mm. Light says, okay. And she takes the book from him and he says, God damn it, why did you take it? I was trying to convince you not to. Wait, why? Because I wrote your name in the book saying that if you took it from me, you would die. And this is prefaced by Ryuk standing on the a roof of like a cotton candy stand or something going ah, ha, 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 swinging his hands as the Ferris wheel is breaking.
1: In other words, Ryuk's an asshole. But we knew this.
2: <laughs> but yeah. So basically, <laughs> in <a> fun way. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Basically the scene is um, Mia is dangling by Light's hand. The book falls out of the Ferris wheel. And rather than keeping hold on Light's hand, she chooses to grab for the book, book. which causes her to lose grip on Light's hand and fall to her death. At which point, the page with Light's name on it falls out of the book Mm -hmm. and flies, after she hits the ground and dies, into
3: a barrel of fire. Yes. Into, Into a hobo burn barrel. Yes. El actually sees that happening, mm-hmm. and it's like this is because El's been chasing them in a police yes. car very so badly. Elf this sees whole time, El this,
1: reads this; he is able to glance the writing right before it burns up, and he's like, "Ah!"
3: And like, this is actually a really brilliant scene because like, there's a lot of stuff that feels like contrivances, like, "Oh, his name happens; his page happens to come out of the book," and but like, like one of the really cool elements of this is that. Um, it's totally in character for Mia to care more about the Death Note than not just uh, Light's life, but her own life. She cares about the power that that book gives her. So it's totally in character for her to reach for that book like that. But we'll find out later there's a bit more to the story than that. I mean, not much later, because Light immediately goes into a coma.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Light falls out of the out of the Ferris wheel into the Seattle Bay. And
3: it's like, is his heart going to stop because he drowns? Mm-hmm. But of course, that at, at this point, we see the page fall. This is the point where we see the page fall into the barrel, and the page burns, and we realize, you know, that's a way that his heart could stop, but if the page it is, is burned, burned in time, he no could get stops. out and survive. But
0: mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, because Light wakes up in a hospital bed, and... His father, James Turner, is there. It's just like, yeah. I know you're Kira. Yeah.
3: There's a bit of an interim scene before that where... Um... As we said, L is not nearly as respected in this version as he is in uh, the original source material because everyone's like, do you think Light Turner is killing people in a coma? He's been in a coma for two weeks and- uh, Kira Two days. Ha- er, two days. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and Kira killings have still been happening. You're obviously wrong. Get out or we will arrest you for all of the property damage you caused on your insane chase. Um, and
2: that Leave, when... you wacko!
1: I'm just saying, all this is like pre-Death like, Note permeating like the collective subconscious. Like, Really, yeah. I'd be just like, oh, you just plan this in advance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and
3: this is the point when
2: we first, see, we first see thing, someone... First thing, a mysterious figure walks into Light's hospital room and places the Death Note on his chest and then walks away. Light wakes up, picks up the notebook, and slides it under his pillow to hide it.
3: And that's when his father walks in right after that.
2: And immediately sits
0: down and goes, I know you're Kira.
3: And one of the really cool things is the thing he figures out, he says, he puts the clipping of...
0: Anthony uh, Scaramucci or
3: whatever. Getting getting out of uh, prison. Scaramucci! <laughs> uh, he puts that on the bed in front of Light and he says, I know you're Kira because I realized the guy who held up the store wasn't Kira's first victim. This How did he was. fall on his steak knife? He asks... How did you do it?
2: To which do point, you really want to know?
0: Light then explains the entire
2: plan to his dad. And So, first of all, I wrote in the book that this one doctor who molested nurses would find me in the bay and revive me with the Heimlich maneuver before committing then, suicide.
3: And then put and put me into a medically induced coma. Because one thing I mm-hmm. asked when they were saying like Because the way it's presented to the audience is, like, Turner is in a coma. He can't be Kira. And then it's like, then we see the notebook placed on his bed, and he Mm -hmm. opens his eyes, and I'm like, wait, how could he fake being in a coma? There are doctors. He'd have to have them all under control and then die, right? But then it's
2: revealed, medical-induced coma. All the pieces fall into place. for For two days. Yeah, this doctor that was molesting nurses will find me, revive me, put me in a medically induced coma for two days, and then commit suicide. And this other guy, who was a child predator, will find the notebook, write down the names of criminals that appear on the nightly news... Yeah, uh, so the killings keep happening while I'm in a coma, and then give me the book after two days, and then commit suicide.
3: And it also reveals that the way that it's presented in the Ferris wheel scene is that Light simply put Mia's name down in the Death Note, but Light reveals that he not only put Mia's name down, but that Mia would, when the book falls from the Ferris wheel, grab the page that has his name on it and rip it out of the book.
2: Mm-hmm. Because the book gives you complete control of a person for 48 hours before their death. So long as they follow the script of the book.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, And as long as they don't do something, that's impossible. Which means that you can't have a shark kill a guy on a toilet, even though I
2: think that's very funny.
3: (laughs) That is a direct quote from Ryuk. It's great. (laughs) One of the other things that we see at the end is that Elle is able to put together that there is another page of the the Death Note in a calculus book in Light's room. I love the ambiguity of this ending, because it's pretty clear that, like, you know, me mentioning that Light, you know, in this movie, as he's been presented as a good kid making stupid decisions. I 100% believe that from Light's perspective, Mia was just as much of a villain as the dictators he was killing, and that's how he justified killing her. But that's not exactly... Like, he is being an arbiter at that point, and the movie had, like, talked about, like, who is Kira to decide who lives and who dies. Like, that was one of the things that was addressed over the course of the movie. There's a lot of judgment in how... how favorably UC light. This light turner is like, he, he pulls together this very light Yagami-esque plan and it shows that it's not as simple as, you know, him being a, a good kid making stupid decisions that maybe he does have a lot of darkness oh. in him, and then we don't know for sure, because it cuts right before we'd see, L has the last page of the Death Note and is struggling on whether or not to put Light Turner's name up. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. The, the, the movie actually double dips on that, because it cuts on that scene and also cuts on the scene of Light has just told his dad Everything. all of this about and then Light says well aren't I the lesser of two evils? Yeah. Because that, yeah, his... that
2: was a direct quote from his father. <laughs>
0: to which um, Ryuk then the movie actually guns on Ryuk's quote haha aren't
2: humans interesting? Yep. I love this because it makes Light Turner kind of grow into Light Yagami.
3: In a lot of ways. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He becomes the kind of nth-dimensional, thinking, 15,000 steps ahead chess master that Light was in the anime. And, like, again... In a believable sense. Yeah, like
3: I mentioned, it wouldn't make sense to have that character just, like, in this live-action movie because the level of reality is different, but that he earns that and he grows into that character. And then we're left with the ambiguity of is he really the lesser of two evils? Or is his story right about to end in this instant? Mm. Because we don't know. It's
2: very, very
3: interesting.
2: So, we've reached the end of our viewing. Uh, Jay, hi. You've been (laughs) rather quiet. I know you don't like this movie very much. I feel
1: lied to. (laughs) That is my primary point.
2: Go ahead. Speak your piece.
1: Okay. So... As I'm sure my co hosts will agree, it is a good movie. It is. But why for so long I was so upset was the fact that I feel that the marketing of this particular movie was misleading because I was expecting a live-action adaptation of the Japanese Death Note, which this was not. And also the fact they used a lot—they recycled a lot of the names from the Japanese original Death Note. And I'm like, these are not the same characters. So it was just, I like the movie as it was presented. I did not like the fact that they just essentially tried to recycle and in my mind, and this is only my mind, by perception, by viewpoint, like tried to like rewrite the story of Death Note. I'm like, that's not Death Note. That is not the Japanese version of Death Note. Mm.
3: That yeah. I was expecting. I agree in a lot of ways about the marketing and how that they did not what would present the movie best to a general audience. They tried to do the thing that would like get the most fans and thus the most money. I personally am, don't want to hold that against the movie. Like I understand the feeling of betrayal and I don't disagree. I don't want to hold that against the movie and I also came into the movie knowing that it wasn't that the marketing wasn't exactly particularly honest. And there is some level of why did an American in Seattle name his kid Light? You know, like changing Misa to Mia to make it make more sense. Like we were making jokes about how, like, if his name was Kyle Turner, this would be so much less of a problem. Let's, it's let's, a it's a minor problem, but like, let's be honest. What kind of uh, Japanese name is Light? Well, that's mm. not that's not unreasonable either. But like it metaphors. It's, <laughs> but it's like little things, like because like there were a lot of cases where characters' names did get changed, and like Mia isn't Misa. But Mia's also Mia, not Misa, like, uh-huh. you know, and it's like doing little things like, you know, changing Light's name, I feel would have been a better choice, but I don't think that it, like, it didn't, it didn't ruin the movie for me. But again, I also have the advantage of, I had already been told that this is very different from the source material, so I didn't get hit with the betrayal in the same way that Jay did.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Matt and I do not feel the same level of betrayal. <laughs> so we are going to pass on this particular discussion question and move on to the ubiquitous one. What is your favorite character? Wow, this is actually a difficult decision for me because I absolutely love Ryuk. Willem Dafoe, again, killed it in every sense in this role. But a also a lot of background characters. And a lot of background <laughs> characters. But also, holy crap, L. Elle. L's actor killed it. He was he <laughs> again, late in the end. Yeah. I believe in my heart that L's actor is a classic Weeb from the early 20 aughts who was given the role of a lifetime and went as hard as he fucking could into it. and I respect that so much.
3: And, like, on top of it, pulled it off. Like, that Mm -hmm. love translated into a stellar performance. Um, Jacob! (laughs) Yeah, Jacob here. Um, My favorite character, I'm gonna say solidly, is Ryuk, just because this Ryuk was so active and so different and so interesting. Like, even if the original Death Note didn't exist, man, any scene that Ryuk is in, he steals the show. But with that said, absolutely, L was great. I loved Light Turner. Like, he's, he's such a real smart guy character. Um, and seeing him evolve into the maybe supervillain that, you know, the manga protagonist was, was, like, the end where all the pieces fell into place.
2: His performance sold that for me. He's the classic high-intelligence, low-wisdom character. Yeah. (laughs) Because, again, he's a stupid teenager with a lot of brain power.
3: And I also want to shout out... Mia, I think, is a... Mia was a solid villain. I just want to shout her out because she's a good character, not really on the favorite list. Detective Turner, Light's dad, facilitated so many great scenes that, like, built into the themes unique to this movie. Because it has... Needless to say, a lot of overlap thematically with uh, its source material. But, like, th- the way that Detective Turner and Light play off of each other created some really, really great scenes. But if it, if you're talking about, like, one character standing on his own, Ryuk is like, he steals <laughs> the show. All right,
0: Matt, favorite character? Um... I don't know. Mia's pretty good, because she is effectively an original character for this movie. Yeah. Because this definitely does shift the Death Note story into, like, kind of a high school horror series. Yeah. Uh, She's pretty good as an antagonist. Um, I think if I had to pick a favorite character, though, um, Light uh, Turner is a pretty good character. He's solid. He has a full, like, arc, like
3: really solid arc by
0: the end i'm not a hundred percent sure he's a bad guy like mm-hmm. it's a pretty good arc for a
2: light and uh, i will say this you know a death note property has succeeded on whether or not you think light is a villain or not <laughs> 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 but that's my opinion jay
1: favorite character carries over from the original source material i love L.
2: <laughs> why did you love el in this movie
1: because he's L. like for the same reason a fair assessment (laughs) it's L what more do you want (laughs) he has
3: an energy to him that is that is very unique Mm -hmm.
2: yep I vibe with
3: L
1: yes (laughs) yeah
3: and it may be uh, trash taste but I actually like his taste in candy. I know it's bad. I don't care. I didn't guess. like his
1: taste in candy in this movie. But I just like. I L. like
3: those sugar bone things. I know they're awful, but I they're
0: like.
1: Awful. them. Awful! They taste like chalk.
3: Yeah, the,
0: the,
1: I like them though.
3: The L in
0: this movie only eats uh, candy that like is not...
1: off-brand candy, and I'm like, man, I can expand your candy horizon.
2: <laughs> is that a euphemism, Jay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I should have seen that one coming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you once again for listening to the Over Manga Cast and our No Read November.
0: Uh, as always, you can um, like, favorite, subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice or uh, Podcatcher. Or um, if you like to comment, the YouTube channel, at OverMangaCast, uh, comments are pretty good there. As always, we love hearing from you. Just any feedback is great. You can reach out to us, at OverMangaCast, at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I, th- I think, unfortunately, we're watching more of these uh, live-action movies for <laughs> the rest of November. <laughs> Sam, what are we watching
3: next?
2: The we're going into Attack on Titan. I am... Very scared. I mean, we're one and one at this point. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> a horrible movie in uh, Full Metal Alchemist. A great movie in Death Note. What are we going to do in Shigeki no I have no idea. So uh, join us next week, for you guys at least.
0: Uh, <laughs> we get to experience this horror all in one go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone.
2: I'm going to have
1: to change clothes. <laughs>